Hey friends, I'm Sierra. And I'm Caitlin. And we're friends. But we've never met each other in real life. That's because technology allows you to feel like you're virtually best friends with everyone that you meet online, which is pretty cool. Through storytelling, we're able to learn about others' passions and drives and learn what makes them unique. We want to hear your story so that we can become virtually best friends. Hey friends, happy Thursday. Welcome back to another episode of Virtually Best Friends Pod. Caitlin, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well. How are you doing? You know, it's a it's a beautiful day in this neck of the woods. It's been really like nice weather and sunny, but today it was one of those days where it wasn't too hot, you know? So I got to eat lunch outside and that was really nice. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds delightful. Those perfect spring days, I was thinking about that as I had to run an errand over to our district offices today, that it is just the perfect weather right now, that spring weather where things are starting to bloom and it's not too hot and it's mm -hmm. not too cold. It is just right. Yes, I agree completely. Yes. Okay, Caitlin, let's just jump right into our thumbs up, thumbs down. What was your thumbs down this week? I don't know if I have a thumbs down besides the fact that it has been just a busy week and it's not really a bad thing. It's just that I feel like I haven't had that much time to breathe and I'm okay with that too because it's made this week go by really quickly. So it's not really a thumbs down. How about you? <laughs> Um, I think my thumbs down would probably have to be that uh, Easter happened this weekend, and I was really hoping that I wouldn't have to break the Easter tradition that I have with my bestie, but we did. And I, I think this year, you know, was different in that we didn't even pretend to do it like we did last year. Like last year, you know, everyone was like trying to make yep. everything as normal as you could because you wanted to kind of, you know, replace what was happening. This year, things felt weird, like because holidays haven't had some of the same, you know, feel like it felt like a, a normal Sunday for the most part, if I'm, if I'm telling the truth. So it was weird this year. So that's my thumbs down. It wasn't like a bad day. It just, it, it was just, it came and went. and. It was it was kind of sad that that like that it happened that way, but it's fine. Yeah, you know I'm with you. I totally forgot about that. That Easter was last weekend. That mm -hmm. totally slipped my mind. But I'm with you. It just felt like it came and went. So fingers crossed for next year. <laughs> next year. <laughs> yes. What oh. is your thumbs up for the week? Well, my thumbs up is that I am now fully vaccinated. Woohoo! Which is its own interesting story and honestly could have a part of the thumbs down a part of the reason that the thumbs down was happening was because I had this reaction to the vaccination but I'm excited that I'm vaccinated and I bought a new dress to celebrate so now I have a new dress and that just makes me happy <laughs> and you're vaccinated that's such a good combo <laughs> yay I'm so glad to hear it thank yay. you that's so exciting I think my thumbs up is that so many people are getting vaccinated. Honestly, that's just so exciting to hear about all the people who are getting vaccinated. And it feels like it's more widespread now instead of the different tiers. Mm -hmm. At least in Colorado, it's opened up to so many more groups, which has been just so good to see. And it's such a big relief too, like the light at the end of a really long tunnel. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I agree. It totally feels that way. Um, you know, it's nice to see that so many people are getting it and are able to get it. 
Mm-hmm. And it just makes me feel a little less anxious <laughs> about life. Yes. I mean, you yes. still don't really know, right? Like you don't know who has it, who doesn't, unless they legit tell you. But it still makes the world feel like a teeny tiny bit safer. <laughs> yes. And that we're all kind of working together mm-hmm. so we can all be vaccinated. Yes. Yay. That is so exciting. Okay. Well, Sierra, we have a fun throwback today. We were just chatting everyone right before this about some of the things that we loved in high school. We're talking the best essentials, maybe the trendy ones too. But looking back, I remember thinking in high school, oh my gosh, I have to have this in order to be like the cool kids. I probably use those words verbatim as well. But Sierra, were there any cool things from high school that you just had to have? Yes. Okay. So the things that kind of stick out automatically was that every year I begged to get a new backpack, which is weird, but somehow at some point you had to have a back, like a new backpack every day, which sounds really privileged, but it was a, it was a thing every year. Um, And so like in the beginning, everyone was really into like, you had to have the Jansport backpack or like you were the kid, especially, you know, depending on what your course, what your schedule looked like. We had to carry a lot of things around. So like I had the backpack that had all the pockets and I was definitely that person. But then like, as the years went on, the cool thing became you had to have a North Face backpack. Anything else was unacceptable. (laughs) You had to have a North Face backpack. Yes. And even better if it matched your North Face jacket that you also had to have. Oh, my goodness. It's so funny to hear how the trends have transferred across the U.S. because that was totally the same here. I had a Daykeen backpack, but then North Face came into play. But I didn't really need a new backpack because it was – Like I didn't have any holes in it. And, but it's so true. That backpack was essential. Mm -hmm. Essential. And and it's so ridiculous to think about. Like literally as soon as that stopped, um, it was no longer a thing. I used that North Face backpack that I was so excited to get senior year of high school. I used that like all throughout college. It literally is living in the trunk of my car right now, which is a weird place for it. But it's there because it's I still can, yeah, I can still use it. So it was a great investment, mom. Like, thanks for giving in. Um, but to clarify, I did not get a North Face backpack every year. Like, that was the one that, like, I begged for <laughs> and got senior year of high school. I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> I also have to just point out, it was also what we filled our backpack backpacks with that was really important too like the fancy calculators the graphing calculators and then they had to be decorated or you'd have to have the cool calculator case to put them in Mm -hmm. I just remember I have this ugly foam pink case that I would stick my calculator (laughs) in and I'm very confident it still lives in that case but I thought it was really cool at the time but looking back terrible (laughs) oh my gosh yes so I remember um the year I remember one year I got to upgrade to a TI like 84 and that was such a cool thing for me because it was pink the previous graphing calculator that I had was like black gray like it was not exciting but that was the year that they came out with all the fun colors and you can literally switch the plates off um yes I remember that 
<laughs> and so definitely had one of those, decorated it with puff paint, and I would switch the plates. There was this kid in my class. I still remember his name, but it's that's fine. Um, and he had like the like blue version of it, so we would switch. So like we both had like a pink and blue <laughs> calculator. That is too funny. I love and at it. At some point, um, at some point we learned how to download. Did you put the games on your calculator? So I never had the TI TI eighty nine. I just had the TI eighty four. So I couldn't. So I would play on my friends' calculators though, because that yeah. was the cool thing to do. Of course, it was always it was a big deal because also you had to have like the special cord or whatever. So I think someone put like Mario and Snake on my calculator. But when we were in pre calc or when we were in some of these like classes, they would clear it because they didn't want you to be cheating during the exam. And so I remember when I would lose the games and I'd be so sad and I'd have to get some kid to download the games back on again with their special cords and whoever didn't have it delete it. Like it was such a weird, <laughs> these were the things that made us happy kids. Like we didn't have right. our iPhones to play with. We had calculator games. <laughs> yes, for sure. And it was one of those things like, or you'd try to create an actual graph, like a word on a graph. And <laughs> that was my yes. game on my calculator and um, on the four quadrants. Yes. I do remember that. Oh Too my gosh. funny. Okay. I also have to bring back, I filled my backpack with Lisa Frank folders to an nth degree. So many Lisa Frank folders. Oh my gosh. She literally screams like early, well, 90s, early 2000s is like the Lisa yes. Frank energy. <laughs> All those bright oh. colors. But I, whenever I see them today, it just makes me happy and it makes me smile because that's such a good memory to have. I agree. That and I was like really specific about my uh, writing utensils. Actually, let's just make this whole thing clear. Like school supplies, favorite time of the year. Like there's nothing that compares to the smell or like being able to write in a brand new notebook or like just setting the tone for the year, you know? And I was really particular about like the pencils I would use <laughs> and like which colors I would use first or like which mechanical pencil I would loan out. Like, I don't like the orange one. So like you can borrow the orange one. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I still have, I still use those same mechanical pencils that I used in high school. Oh my gosh. I see it. Yeah. You have the cool ones with like the twistable eraser. Yes. But I could never get them in high school. So I bought them when I started teaching because I wanted them <laughs> so badly from high school. Actually I have, oh my gosh. Okay. It's like, Right here. I have like a whole pack of, oh, I just, cool. I just spilled them out everywhere, but. Oh no. I was pretty simple. I have the, I was pretty simple. I have these like the Bic just. Yes. Mechanical I love pencils those. In pink. <laughs> there is nothing better than mechanical pencils and fresh lead. Yes. And like. That used to be a thing, too. Like, what size lead you use? Like, who has lead refill? Who has 0.5? Who has 0.75? This one is, I don't even know, 0.7. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a weird we, time. We had some weird things we were really concerned about in our lives. But also, it was really before social media, too. Like, these mm -hmm. were things that we fixated on. Or like and, the, it's like the pre-stages of social media. That's when people like yes. were getting on Facebook. Like or I got MySpace. My, yeah. I wasn't allowed to have MySpace, but I, I got either. a Facebook 
I was allowed to get Facebook in 10th grade. And like, again, another one of the things where I was like begging my mom and she was like, absolutely not. But in 10th grade, I was able to get a Facebook. And so it's even funny to go back and like, look at those older albums and those old pictures and see what were the things you were taking pictures of. Isn't that funny? I figured the other day, cause you know, Facebook reminds you of your anniversary. It's been 11 years. Crazy. Man. Yeah. Man. Look at the look at the virtual timeline of all of our lives. Uh, how many cringer posts did you make? <laughs> Ooh. Yes, or like the it's snowing outside Facebook timeline. <laughs> or post your class schedule so that I can see if I have any classes with you. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh I forgot goodness. about that. Or there were always the groups of I lost my phone. Yeah. Here's my new number. <laughs> Yes. Oh my gosh. I think I'm like still part of one of those groups. One day, not oh, too long sure. ago, I was like, oh, let me clear out some of these things. And I laughed so hard because I came across some of those groups and was like, what? They were hilarious. Or I think I had one that was a class project group page for some reason. It ended up on Facebook <laughs> and it was private. But it was like, why was this an appropriate use of Facebook? <laughs> why it's because we were experimenting you know right and that's we when were... you didn't have to have a college because I know the people that are like I was on Facebook where you had to have like a college ID and I'm like yeah I was a little too young for that but I had it when yep. we were in high school we were still in the beginning phases it's for sure so but weird. in a way we helped to pave social media it's all y'all listening out there millennials <laughs> you're welcome you are so welcome <laughs> Oh my goodness. What a throwback. We'll definitely have to ask some questions about what you needed to have in your backpack or maybe like a this or that situation for brands, random brands in your high school to see if that was some type of a universal thing because yes, for sure. Even a debate on like water bottles, like what was the cool water bottle to use? And I just life is so weird. <laughs> It really is. It's so funny, the things that we all prioritized then. Yes. Ugh. Okay, friends. Well, we're going to get into today's episode. So fun fact, um, we were so excited about getting to catch up and talk about random things that we kind of just, you know, let the clock run. So we're going to be um, sharing a little more about that conversation that we had the other week in just about things that have been on our mind or our perspectives on just how things are starting to change. And we hope that you enjoy listening in on that. Here it is. Well, I have a random topic for you. How do you feel about the fact that, or the claim that Instagram is dying? And I say this because I've noticed recently, maybe in the last week or two, Everyone and their mom is starting the podcast, which good for them. But like so many people I know announced it within like a couple of days of each other. They're like, we're starting a podcast. And then I just hear all this chatter from everywhere else. That's like, I'm spending less time on Instagram. I'm going to focus primarily on this platform or I'm, you know, stepping away just because I think it's not going to be the tool that everyone's going to be using in the future or they're just getting 
worn down because Instagram can be exhausting. It's, it's still one of my favorite platforms, but it is getting to the point sometimes where it's more work than it is rooted in connection. I don't yes. know. Do you have any opinions? Do you think that it's going anywhere anytime soon? I don't know. I think I definitely have my own thoughts about how it's impacted me personally. And you and I have talked about this, about how social media has kind of taken on this different format during the pandemic, right? Like it's had to adapt to live like us living our lives. I think at the beginning of last year, it was, I was constantly on Instagram and I know I posted about this a couple days ago where I've been more comfortable with just like being like just being who I am and not feeling like I need to put anything on Instagram to prove that. Mm -hmm. And I kind of wonder if it's just this development of people who are recognizing things within themselves that maybe we didn't always beforehand. So I don't know if Instagram is dying so much as it's just morphing. Hmm. Like people are evolving who, what they're doing and what they're posting because it is so different. I mean, it's, we can't fit this peg into a square hole anymore. It's not literally the squares of Instagram are very different. I mean, this visual timeline, I'm sure if you go through everyone's, I mean, the content that people are putting out is just so different. So I don't know if it's dying. I, I think it's just morphing. Okay. Morphing in a good way or morphing in a bad way? I think, so Instagram into initiated stories a couple years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And that was kind of exhausting to start having to post all the time and make a story. So I wonder though, because it felt like that was a call from its users. People wanted more of a social. And I wonder if it just needs to scale back a little bit. Hmm. What do you think? I think that it's an interesting discussion for sure. Um, personally, um, well, y'all know that I'm like really into TikTok right now. And I, and I can see that as being this, this escape from the perfection, from the, the lifestyle that is Instagram. However, I also have been noticing that even TikTok is changing. There's still a great place, a big place for people to just show off whatever they're doing, you know, or something funny happens or just doing these trends. Like there's still room for that. But there's also like now this kind of marketing side of TikTok. Like if you have a small business, if you have a product, if you're a blogger, like you need to be making video content. And personally, I like making video content, so I don't find anything wrong with that. Um, But I do see how maybe, you know, this fleeing, this kind of detachment from Instagram is also changing these other spaces as well. And I, I don't know what the lasting impacts of, of all this is going to be. Like, right now, I'm just very much watching um, because I've, I've heard predictions. You know, I see the TikToks where people are saying that, like, you know, Instagram is going down. Like, it's starting to become that almost Facebook level of, yeah, people still use it, but maybe that's not where the quote, quote, cool kids are, right? Like, anymore. Like, that's not where people are growing. That's not where people are having fun or, or seen. Um, and so I, I, I don't know what the future holds for it. I, I just do find it interesting that people are, are starting to find these other avenues because they're kind of getting over overwhelmed, overworked, and maybe just, you know, a little over it. Like, I think that there's just so many features that keep getting released and 
you know, and I, clearly I'm talking about this from like a perspective of someone that uses Instagram as, as an influencer, as a blogger, as all these other things. Like I, that's how I use it. So I have that perspective, but releasing all these different tools that they want you to keep up with. I think that some people are just like starting to be like, you know what? I'm taking my talents to something that I have a little more control over something that's a little less based on, I wouldn't say popularity, but like a little less based on playing your game. Like I feel like people are moving to the podcast, moving to YouTube, moving to just other things that are a little less in that thinking. I don't know if that made sense, but yeah. (laughs) Totally. No, I resonate so much with so many things that you just said. And I wonder too, though, like personally having worked online for the past year, that's not something that I'm used to. I feel the burnout of just staring at a screen constantly. So I wonder if it is kind of that that pandemic wall too. And I also wonder, well, it, it is just a dichotomy of people who are creating and you put so much time and effort into it. And what do you get out of it is I think the question that a lot of people are starting to ask. What mm-hmm. what does this look like? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's weird. It's just I've just been intrigued by just watching people adapt. Like I love studying behavior. <laughs> this is the psychologist in me, but I love kind of studying behavior. So just I've been noticing and picking up these patterns of people starting to make these shifts, or even people that are like never done video content like now they're doing them and I'm like that's interesting like I see you're stepping out like it's just things that I've taken note of that I'm like huh you know I wonder how this is going to play out and that's that's just kind of where I am I'm just kind of watching and seeing it play out I love hearing your perspective on this because I love (laughs) the way you look at things like you just always look at it with the best perspective and do you feel like people will be maintaining things on Instagram? Or do you think that things will be a little bit more spread out amongst social platforms? I think people right now are going to try to keep maintaining it only because the the name of all of the games (laughs) is trying to be uh, trying to be consistent and trying to cross promote. And so you don't want the lifespan of your content to die with just a picture or a blog post. So like my kind of prediction is that people are going to keep maybe using these other forms, but also incorporating them so that it's a little less work to stay on five different platforms, but that they are going to be overworked by trying to stay on five different platforms. And I say this as someone who has lived that life, (laughs) like who has struggled to try to be like, Let's make content for all the things and um, have realized, you know what? Hmm. Do I actually like doing this? And sometimes the answer is yes, I do like doing it, but I don't have the capacity for this element right now. So let me step back until I have the capacity for that and keep my focus on these other elements that I also enjoy. Um, So, yeah, I think people are going to try to do it all. And and I, I think it's going to be interesting. I love the word that you use with capacity. And there is such a huge emphasis on self-care. But it also, in a way, is, you know, you see those reminders on Instagram. It's almost like a way to keep yourself accountable, too. Oh, I love I love a little accountability moment, like right. to just 
remind you that you don't have to be doing it all. Um, because as much as, you know, we're self-care is trending, as much as that is a big thing that's like, you know, in right now, hustle culture is still very much so in. Yep. And I'm the one of the perpetrators of that. Like I'm definitely like a a, a grinder. I like being busy. I like going and going. But um yeah, it's it's you, you gotta figure out you gotta find that balance for yourself. And I think that with just social media is is highlighting some of those deficits maybe. And I, it's one of those things where like I already see it happening, which is like crazy to think, but the world is opening up. The world like people are actually starting to do more things. They're starting to go back to work. They're starting to be able to go outside. You know, the weather's been better. People are getting vaccinated and they're they're feeling a little more comfortable, which is completely fine. But I can already see that things are, you know, ticking up where it's like the mindset set is shifting from oh, it's okay not to be doing anything to it's starting to be like back to the glamour shots on vacation and like the kind of um, you should be doing this because I am type of mindset. Yes, I definitely would agree with you. I've seen more of that. And I think I've gone back. At least I don't feel good seeing that kind of stuff. Like it doesn't make me feel very great. Part of partially because I really haven't been doing a whole lot in the past year. And it's just like another reminder. So I know for me personally, it's like, okay, just look at things through a different lens. Like this could be someone's big trip that they've had to cancel like eight different times in the past year. This could be, you know, we just don't know everything that's going on underneath the surface, but it definitely is just a different way of looking at things. Yeah, like we've, life. we've all been so isolated. It's hard to come out of that. Yeah. Life in the vibes, man. Post-pandemic right. world is going to be an interesting place to navigate. It will be. Yeah. I mean, I've had so many conversations about this with my best DT, which is kind of like, you know, trying to figure out how to strike that balance of maybe not being as active, as overactive as I was in the beginning, because it was fun. I liked it, but it also was really burnt out. So how do I maintain some of the things that I've learned in the pandemic about the value of being still, the value of taking time for yourself and understanding that every single day you don't have to be operating at 100% to be a good person? Like, I don't know how else to phrase that, but how do Absolutely. I take some of those lessons with the excitement of being able to see friends, be able to go to events, travel, do all the other things and kind of be like, have no excuses for not doing all the things that you wanted to do. Yeah. And find the balance. <laughs> like it, yep. it's, it's just, it's going to be interesting. For sure. I think I'm with you. I went back a little while ago and watched all of these Instagram stories that I never posted about a day in my life. And it was just a regular old Wednesday. And it, it was like, what was I doing? I had no, I did nothing, you know, over the course of a day, I did everything and simultaneously nothing. And I love your point about being still and being okay with that. And who knew it would take a whole year to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> and some of those days are the best days in my opinion, like just being still and enjoying the, mm -hmm. the little pleasures, enjoying just being I think that 
that's one of uh, the big lessons that I want to keep with me is that it's okay to just be. Yes, absolutely. There's so much value to that. So this is like a really random episode. So I'm going to like switch the topic again to something super random. <laughs> Nothing to it. do with that stuff. I don't have a good said way. Welcome to our conversations, <laughs> friends. <laughs> this is real life. <laughs> we are. IRL, <laughs> but virtual. <laughs> um, okay. So do you, so one of the, like my favorite things to think about are just these like kind of unpopular opinions. Do you have any unpopular like food opinions because I have a handful that I always get hate for but I wonder if you have any that I don't know the names of my buns on my hamburgers <laughs> <laughs> that oh, yeah <laughs> oh my goodness so <laughs> I had to throw that in there <laughs> remember the last couple of episodes we were on burger watch because one of caitlin's thumbs ups was that she really wanted to get this burger that she hadn't been able to get in a long time and that's what she was looking forward to so there were a couple of weeks where i was like okay but did you get your burger so when she finally got her burger i wanted an in-depth description and we shared some of it on the pod but i actually had to cut out a lot of me just kind of being like what kind of fun? <laughs> anyway, important details that I am literally going to look out for every single time I have a burger now. That one of my HelloFresh meals has a bun. It's brioche. <laughs> <laughs> one of the best. I don't, somehow I managed to lose my phone. Oh, I found it. But Instagram agrees with me. <laughs> the bun is important. I'm fairly <laughs> confident I was the only person who pressed no. <laughs> you were. <laughs> It was like 97% were like, and Caitlin. The choice will make or break a sandwich. And Caitlin was like, no. That's good I don't one. know if it's bread. Okay, what are your unpopular food opinions? I do not like avocados. What? I just don't get it. I don't like the texture. So... I know that you're a fan of your avocado toast. I remember that oh, that was yeah. Christine's favorite breakfast. Oh, and yeah. I was trying to hold back from being like, well, <laughs> no. I feel like this is <laughs> coming out. Woo. <laughs> yeah. Not an avocado person. Mm -mm. You know, you are actually not the only person that I've heard that from. Okay. It feels I, like a little like sacrilegious for like a millennial, you know, like, Part right. of our brand is avocado toast with everything but the bagel seasoning. That is um, what makes it, I will say. But I will not be partaking. Thank you. Have a nice day. Like, that's how I feel. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yep. No, I totally respect that. I, You're not the only one. I feel like it's just such this loud vibrancy of a topic in millennial terms and people who don't like avocado toast just don't say anything i know i you like know? people are like you don't like guacamole i used to be able to tolerate a homemade guac like if i made it Ooh. and like hate on every other guac in the world but it got to the point where i didn't even like homemade guac <laughs> so i think i'm just i'm i think i'm just okay with 
with waiting it out, sometimes your opinion change. I would totally. try it again, but right now, no. Do you um do you like olives? I love olives. I don't like green olives. Okay. Do you like I olives? I mean, not really. I, I don't really eat them. But I was thinking about how I met your mother and the olive theory. Yes. Or is it the pickle theory? I always get it mixed up. I think it's the olive theory. Pickle. Yeah. I, <laughs> was it the pickle? I mm, I don't remember. One, it's some theory where basically, like, if there's two of you, like, one person has to like it and one person doesn't. So that way... Right. You can always give it to the other person. I will totally take your pickle. Like if we're out having a meal and you didn't want your pickle. Well, I said that weird, but your pickle spear that came with your sandwich, like <laughs> throw that my way. I will chow down on it. Um, Love it. But yeah. Well, I guess, Caitlin, <laughs> you can have funny. my avocados and I okay, can I'll tell take you. I'll take your avocados and I'll, I'll tell you, you what pickles. bun you have. <laughs> okay, oh, you'll give me, you'll give me this. This is pickles. what we call balance. <laughs> I get pickles too. Amazing. Also, I feel like this is a good turning point and reflection point because when you brought up How I Met Your Mother, when we were talking about malls, all I could think about was the song. <gasps> Let's go, Let's go oh my God. to the mall. Today, I'm trying not to sing because I've I've accidentally started singing on this podcast too many times now. But <laughs> yes, amazing. Let's go to the mall. Sandcastles in the sand. Yes. Castles in the Santa River. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh, Good classic. old Robin Shabatsky. Oh, yes. Well, friends, thank you so much for tuning in to this kind of grab bag of a conversation. We will be back next Thursday with more structured episodes, including a fun interview next week on Virtually Best Friends Pod. So check back in with us. You can also find us on the gram at Virtually Best Friends Pod. But until then, have a great week. <laughs>